All right, we've got a great episode of Side Retired coming at you guys today. It's Dylan and Henry, as always, and we're going to be joined by another aspect of the John Boy Media team. So, Henry, let's hit the intro music and we'll get right into this. Hello and welcome to this edition of Side Retired. It's Dylan Campione and Henry Kalani as always. And Henry, before we introduce our guest, how you doing? You know, it's a it's a boring time to be a baseball fan. Even as the Yankees have made moves, it's just like, it's dull. I'm actually starting to count down the days to spring training. But, you know, this is when interview season reaches its peak, right? There's no baseball to talk about, so let's talk to the people within the baseball world. So I'm super excited for today. Absolutely. So today we are joined by John Boy Media, Sarah Tepper. She is on the graphic design team with John Boy, has been there for over a year at this point. And Sarah, we're really appreciative of you for hopping on the team with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I have to say, Bayana was a great touch. I know. <laughs> really excited about that. And like beginning of the podcast, we needed a song and walking around college campus one day, I heard it, pulled out Shazam and said, that's going to be it. And that's... Got in contact with their Brazilian representatives and Google <laughs> made it happen. And here we are. <laughs> That's a college campus classic right there. Yeah, absolutely. But before we get into it, anything else you want to add as sort of like your intro bio for some of our audience members that not might not know who you are? Sure. Okay. I'm Sarah. Um, I've been at John Boy for a little over a year now. And I'm on the graph design team. But previously, I was working a little bit on the social team. So I was doing some of those talking yanks. Twitter and Instagram shifts for a couple months. It was really fun, but I have since spent a lot of my time designing merchandise, t-shirts, things like that, which has been a lot of fun um, for me. It was like a new project that I wasn't really familiar with. And since then it's been like all I do. So I'm like really excited about that. And I do a lot of the social media posters, um, you know, for big moments. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so I, you've talked about how you're like, your role sort of shifted, but now like, day in the life of Sarah Tepper at John Boy, right? What does that look like just from like getting to the office and like you sort of describe the roles that you have, but how does that sort of take shape in a day-to-day setting? Yeah, so typically um, during the season, we're kind of paying attention to what's going on. So since I've shifted my focus to merch, um, finishing up the the year, I was doing a lot of the postseason stuff. So it was like a lot of paying attention to what was going on in the game, um, like big moments, like, I don't know, just an example when the NLDS was going on between the Braves and the Phillies. Obviously, there were some really cool moments for Bryce Harper in there. So we were doing a lot of like Philly, Philly merch. And it's just kind of like rolling with the waves, you know, after it shifts from the big Philly momentum, then we switched over to Arizona and Texas. So it was really fun to explore all the different aesthetics that we could do um, for merch design there. But since the season's now over, we're kind of regrouping and we're going to try to make a team shirt for every MLB team so that way we have representation for every fan and since we got um a license with MLBPA it's made it so much more fun um to use the players faces and names it's just like a really exciting like I feel like the creativity is endless so every day it's just kind of fun to be creative and make the players look as awesome as they are (laughs) I mean I had like I just had a question about like especially in the playoffs, right? When it's so game by game, mm-hmm. what was that turnaround like? Like, was it like Bryce Harper hits a home run, start making the shirt right now, go go <laughs> go go go, 
quite um, literally that i had my laptop yeah. out i'm like sitting there with my laptop like i see the <laughs> movie. i'm like that was the coolest thing i've ever seen in my life and then you just get going and like by the time you're questioning like should i make you know something for this like you better start right now because <laughs> the moment's gonna pass so that's that's probably one of the most exciting parts of the game or the job is to like really be paying attention to what's going on it's very like in the moment um it makes you feel like a part of it i don't know it's just it's it's really awesome so we also the funny thing about about like the playoffs and stuff is you already know we had like a whole line of stuff ready to go if one team were oh, yeah. to together so the amount of graphics and and like shirts people don't even realize that there's like a whole graphics graveyard things that just never see the light of day that we spend equally as much time on and effort on as the things that people do get to see so that's definitely one of one of the cool like behind the scenes parts of this type of work i'm sorry i was about to ask like with a free agent like a yamamoto there's probably a graphics graveyard that has like a mets photo in it a yankees photo like what is that whole process like and then is it just deleted forever or like 10 years from now, it might we see like a what could have been world? So that's actually funny you say that somebody on the design team, um, his name is Mike. He's an intern. He recently brought up like, what if we did like a whole thing where we kind of were just like, this is every jersey swap we had ready for Blake Snell and Otani and every shirt that we had ready for this and this and this. Because I think it is really cool for people to see just how much is going on um, behind the scenes. Maybe I'm biased. Maybe I just think it's cool, but yeah, there's there's so much that goes on. We really do have a lot of stuff ready. Yeah, and um, when it comes to like how you get assignments, right? Like, do you sort of have an element of like creative control over what you're able to put out, or are you sort of like given a rough like skeleton of what of what the higher ups are looking for in a shirt, right? And you sort of have to like make that image come true, or is it much more like how do I want this shirt to look? And you're just given like free reign. That's that's a great question. I think that um, it's somewhat of a hybrid, like like a manager will tell you, hey, we should really make this shirt today. But as far as the design goes, I'm given almost complete creative freedom. It, and that's like the coolest part of working at John Boy Media is like since it's such a small team and like they really believe in like, I don't know, just creative freedom in, in general. It's it's so cool that I kind of get to do a lot of self-driven and self-directed work. Um, I'm pretty much always honestly always given the okay if I come to somebody and say I have this idea for something that's maybe a little bit out of the box and kind of out there they're like we really trust you and and your abilities like go for it like a good example I don't know if you've seen um we had a really successful shirt as far as um how it sold it was the Harrison Bader t-shirt and it was yeah. like super, super bright and like it was like popping off on Twitter everybody was like really excited about it um I just woke up one day and was like, guys, Harrison Bader's playing really well. Like, can I do something that's kind of crazy for him? And they're like, go for it. And it ended up working. So it, that is definitely not something that my boss came to me and was like, hey, you should make like a shirt that looks like a unicorn threw up on it and, and put a Bader's <laughs> name. Like definitely that I'm really lucky that like they just kind of let me roll with what I'm thinking. It's it's so awesome. So rewarding. I love that. So you no. made the Clark, the Clark Schmidt shirt. So, yeah. Oh my like, God. That that's was fire. I, you know what the fan came out when that was happening when he would like <laughs> gem and then after the game he's like wearing the shirt and like me and all my friends are like I I made that shirt on TV and wearing it so yeah at that point we were like well we have to make one for him I I hope that he sees it at some point maybe, maybe he'll switch to wearing his own shirt at post game pressers I love that. I was about to ask that what is it like when all of a sudden because we've now seen this a couple of times that a Yankee will be wearing the John Boy Media merch or they'll be wearing one of the shirts that you guys designed in the clubhouse. I mean, the first time it happened, 
I was like a little kid again. I It's like I was back in 2009, like watching Nick Swisher on the TV. Like that was my favorite player growing up. It's like, it's hard. Sometimes oh, it's hard to like put that like fan and professionalism aside when really cool things happen. Um, so it, I, it, that's like, again, one of the most rewarding parts of the job is just like being reminded that, I don't know, it's just, it like fulfills like the little kid in you. It really does. Yeah. And I mean, so you, you like, you talked about how like you've like you've been like a lifelong baseball fan right so like was like how long has like graphic design especially in the sports world been like what you've been looking to do like professionally how long and when did you sort of hear about John Boy sort of get into that but like how long has this been like a dream of yours like a goal that's a really cool question so it's funny, um, when I was like a little kid, we had this dinosaur computer and there was a program that my parents had downloaded called the print shop. It was like somewhat like Microsoft Word Art, like that type of thing. And I would just like spend hours on there just like designing birthday cards and like things like that. So that was when my love for graphic design really started. I was probably like seven when that happened. Um, fast forward to middle school. Remember when they had you like write letters to yourself? And then you get yeah. to open the end of high school. So when I opened it when I was like 18, I'm in, in a senior in high school, it said, I want to be a graphic designer when I grow up. And it's like, how did I even know what that was? At that point, <laughs> I already picked university. And I, I picked Binghamton University and said that I was going to be an art and design major in graphic design. Fast forward to probably the pandemic. I knew that I really liked design. I'd spent a lot of my time like learning Photoshop classes when I was in high school. That was like when I really fell in love with with design because I always knew I was like a creative person. I would do like a lot of drawing and painting and stuff in my free time. But I knew that design was like kind of a loophole to like stay in that art world but make a career out of it. So yeah, fast forward to the pandemic. I'm I'm uh, an art design student and I'm like scrolling on Instagram and I realize I'm like have this like epiphany almost. I I was looking at the Oakland A's Instagram. And it's like so funny, like going back to this now, whatever their theme was for like when a team would post like a lineup or like like a post game thing, like you don't even I didn't even like register that there is a person whose job it is to yeah. design that. So one once and I like really like I was sitting there like looking at their thing and I'm like, I love the theme of their Instagram. Like this is so vibrant and fun, like the green and yellow. They were whoever their social and design team was at the time. I was like, they're killing it. And then I realized, like, what if that was my job? So <laughs> that was it for me once I realized I can combine the two it was it was game over I spent like all of my time making like sports posters and like things like that so I had I had a buddy named Brandon he's an editor over at MLB Network now but he had like one of those successful um like Mets fan pages and it had yeah. like a decent following I had like a, like 12,000 followers so he said he came to me and he was like I really want to bring this back I want to have a podcast and I want to like bring this back up again and I know that this is like an avenue that you're really interested in would you want to reboot this as kind of like a side hustle for us and I was like absolutely I need to build my portfolio which I kind of get the sense that that's what you guys are doing right now you you want to maybe work in baseball in the future so you're like we should we should do this podcast <laughs> so it's kind of the you know everything comes full circle but so I spent so much time doing that. Like I spent all of my free time working toward like building this like baseball sports design portfolio. And then John Boy, um, it was, I don't know what year this was. Must've been 2022 or 2021. They released this video being like, we just opened a Manhattan office and we want to fill it with like a ton of employees. Like, please apply at this link. And I cut all of my classes that day to- <laughs> work on my portfolio website, a cover letter, like you name it. I was like, I need to be a graph designer for this company. So I applied 
and here we are. That's that's my entire um, design history. That's my life story, I guess. <laughs> one question. I was like, I'm going to give you the whole thing right now. <laughs> no, I love it. But let's now pretend that someone just had their epiphany moment listening to the podcast that, oh, my God, graphic design is actually a baseball career or that they want to work for yeah. a team or a John Boy or ESPN or something like that. What advice would you give that person? Maybe they're in college or they're in high school and they really love art. They really love baseball. And they just now realized 10 seconds ago that there is indeed a way to combine those two. That's another, you guys, you guys are real good at interviewing, aren't you? <laughs> um, okay. So the first thing I would suggest is find a way to make a unique portfolio. Spend I, honestly, this goes for any type of design. Like if you know that you want to be a graphic designer and you say, I really want to be a package designer, spend all of your free time making package design. Same thing for logo design. Like if you want to do package design, then like design a whole line of makeup and the packaging that you would do for it. I would suggest the same thing for sports, but make it really unique and something that not anyone else is going to have in their portfolio. Like it would be really easy to make a bunch of different um, LeBron James edits. But what if you took your camera to a park and you photograph a bunch of people playing pickup basketball and make a social media page for for that or you go to your local high school and take a bunch of pictures of of the uh, the high school girls soccer team and make them you know their own instagram layout or big big game posters just find a way to to really diversify your portfolio and focus all of your time in doing that i think it's honestly fantastic to use pre-existing athletes because you're going to be able to find like really high resolution photos of those people online so that's that you're going to be able to make higher quality um pieces for your portfolio that way but just put put all of your focus in like if somebody if a social media manager or does an art director for a professional team um, were to see my portfolio, how would this stand out to them? Is it really obvious to them that like, I really want to work in sports? I think that that's number one is get really good at Photoshop and work really hard at examples. The next thing is networking, I think is really important. When I was like 19 or, or 20, um, I was just finding out that there was like a whole community on Twitter of um, creative people in sports. And this was like mind blowing to me. I'm like, all these people are in the same place and they just post their work. And it's like the coolest thing ever. So when I was 19 or 20, I think the first time that I realized like you can reach out to people and, and talk to them and it's okay. Um, there was this hmm. woman, her name's Courtney Kramer. She works currently for the Dallas stars. I think she does their photo and she's their manager of social media. Um, but at the time she was a photographer for the NHL and MLB. And she tweeted out like, I'm on a long road trip. Like if anybody is interested in the injury, uh, injury industry and wants to talk, please let me know. Like DM me. I was like, Oh my God. Like I've been following this woman for a while. Like I really admire her. She's a woman in sports. Like I'm so inspired by this woman. So I shot her a DM and we had like a really nice conversation and she was so helpful and so kind. And after hanging up, I was like, that's, this is what I want to do. Like she, she just, that's it. A hundred percent. Like I know my head's in the right place. And then similarly, I reached out to um, this graphic designer. I don't want to say his name wrong, but I'm going to, he works for MLB now. His name is John Luongo, L-U-O-N-G-O. I remember coming across, he had this one Giancarlo Stanton edit and it's like Giancarlo Stanton and he's like Photoshopped and his like muscles are like popping out of his jersey. <laughs> looks like the jersey ripped. And I remember looking at it and I'm like, how did he even, like, I couldn't even fathom how he Photoshopped that. So it's like, I have to, like, I have to reach out to him. So I DM'd him and I was like, I'm so inspired by you. I just did a class project and we had to like reference these designers that were inspired by and I picked you and can we please have a Zoom phone call? And sure enough, he was again, 
so nice, gave me so many great tips. So those two people really come to mind for me, like looking back. I think it's really important, like to give advice to um, like younger people, reach out to people who inspire you because everyone is so much friendlier than you expect them to be. I don't know why we like, we picture on our heads, like, oh no, like I shouldn't, I shouldn't reach out to anyone, <laughs> but like everyone wants to help you. Everyone is your friend. And those, those two things, I think like trying to build a network of people who are like, understand what position you're in and want to help you. And then also working really, really hard in your free time to make your portfolio great. That was yeah. a long, that was a long answer. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, I mean, sort of as like a follow up to that, like for I don't and and you just sort of said like how open people are to like letting people know like how, how the sausage is made, right? Like to yeah. somebody who's not like who's not experienced at graphic design, right? Who has doesn't have that much like prior work in it but who wants to get into it what would what would your advice be to them to like just improve is it just like continued practice or is there like are there some key like things that you have to get down before you can really get more complex with that i definitely think that if you are high school or college age and you're not like an adobe specialist like that's totally fine um there's a lot of different things that are available now that maybe honestly weren't even available when i was like in college there are so many more youtubers who give tutorials on how to do sports edits specifically. Like, mm -hmm. I think when I was in high school and college, you could easily learn Photoshop by like taking a class or like going on YouTube and looking up tutorials. But like to do specifically sports design, there are so many people who just like put their resources out there and it's, it's awesome. And it's really cool to like build off of other designers too. So if you're not like, if you're not super confident in your design abilities, like just definitely like keep grinding because you're going to notice like, oh my God, the stuff that I was doing five months ago doesn't even come close to what I'm doing now because I've been working so hard at like trying to improve my skills. So definitely practice makes perfect and don't be afraid to reach out to people and, and do some research. I love that. I think that was Henry's little jab at me because they've constantly been getting no, on the podcast so. that my graphics are awful because <laughs> I'm the type of student that when I drew a stick figure in art class, I'd be proud of my little drawing and have zero experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah at least we are we're trying henry but photoshop is hard give, give, give him a break <laughs> but one of the big questions we did had since you just alluded to it as a yankee fan what are your thoughts on the team because i know there is a little baseball aspect to the podcast as well and henry has been ranting about the yankees a lot but uh just thoughts on new york baseball. positively positively <laughs> ranting i'm hopeful i'm hopeful <laughs> So it's funny because everyone in my life knows that I'm like the biggest pessimist ever. But for some reason, when it comes to baseball, I believe that the Yankees could have lost the last 20 games in a row. And I still think that they're going to win the World Series. So <laughs> I I mean, like going into 2022, I didn't think that they were going to be nearly as good as they were. So that logic wasn't helpful for my like delusional brain. <laughs> we're just going to keep winning all the time. Obviously, last season was kind of a bummer, but going into this year like we are significantly better like adding adding yep. just Hugo and Soto alone like that's we're like the lineup is completely different just it's I, I'm really excited I'm excited about Stroman for the most part um I think he's a reliable pitcher we know he tweets some crazy <laughs> stuff but like other than yes. that I'm, I'm with it let's do this um absolutely wasn't as expensive as an option other options um i my delusional brain thinks that we're still going to trade for someone i would love to see like a dylan Cease trade but that is a little bit ambitious i think if we acquire one more starting pitcher who like honestly like middle of the pack 
I would be like, we're, this is it. We're the best team in the American league. Like <laughs> that's a little, a little crazy, but I, you know, let a girl believe, let a girl believe. What do you guys think? Absolutely. I, I, you and I like align pretty much perfectly. Like I'm so up on this, on the Stroman signing. And I mean, my, my Soto anxiety is very similar to <laughs> judge 2022 anxiety where I was just like, I wasn't even following like, and I won't be following along with the Twitter rumors just cause I can't emotionally handle it. Um, but I, I just want some fun this season. That's, that's, yeah. that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a team that I feel like is more watchable than last season. And, exactly. and if I, if I get that and they still are an 88 win team and don't win the division, that's fine. <laughs> I just want the, I, just, I, I just want my fun Yankees back. You didn't like watching, uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, very curious to, I'm very curious to see how all these new personalities collide. I, yeah. I'm, I'm the type of baseball fan that likes kind of like the other part of the sport, just mm, like the yeah. off-field stuff. I'm like really, really into that. So I like, I like goofiness if you couldn't tell yeah. by my Twitter, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you had told me that verdugo and marcus stroman i think i think who yankee fans would probably most yankee fans would list as two of their least favorite players in baseball <laughs> are gonna both be on the team like it's it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun the social media is gonna be great it, the social media is gonna be great you know what i said to max manis i said all that's left is we have to somehow acquire uh josh naylor and miles straw that's oh it was <laughs> that's just... all that we have to do now <laughs> just let's create a mount rushmore of Formerly hated Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, we're but having I mean, some fun in Queens too. We've got the Yankee South that we're building with Bader and Severino and Carlos Mendoza and Juan Soto. I'm not here. I, I speaking of people, I can't talk. I can't talk about Luis Severino without getting a little sad. Without getting just, emotional. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like I and because on and on Yankees Twitter, I would see like these like sad edits of Luis Severino in like playoff games. I was like, I can't watch this. It's too, it's too much. It's Dude, too even hard. that little soundbite of him, like accidentally saying Yankees organization. Mm-hmm. I didn't, oh, okay. it killed I, me. I didn't listen to it. I just read the caption. I'm like, keep trolling. Don't want to yeah, get this. It was so bad. No way. <laughs> I mean, look like looking forward behind like beyond baseball. I just like, I had a question of like, what are you looking forward to on the John boy side? Like I know that, like the warehouse games just released a video of um of what of what their schedule is going to look like and it's it's packed so i mean the design team's going to have to go crazy like there's yeah new uniforms that you guys are making like so what's like what are you excited about like looking forward in 2024 for John Boy Yeah i mean there's there's a lot of cool stuff going on there sometimes i wake up and i'm like it's this isn't real that i work here like this is <laughs> just crazy i still get the butterflies around jimmy and jake sometimes like oh my god like I used to watch you guys when I was like 17. Like this is crazy, but um, just honestly, just like every day, they they let me do a lot of um like creative stuff. Like I recently went to um, my manager and I was like, "Can you please let me make TikToks for the merch?" And they were like, "Have a field day." So like that's a new project that I'm gonna be starting tomorrow. They're gonna let me make a ton of TikToks for the merch one one a week. Um, so stay tuned for the, for the silliness there. Um, there's, I mean, the warehouse games are, are pretty cool. I love being able to, um, design the social media stuff for that Mm -hmm. because there's like really nothing you have to follow. Like when I design stuff for talking Yanks, um, the social media managers are kind of like, can you please keep it blue, like blue, blue, black, gray, (laughs) but warehouse games, like they, they let me, um, start designing stuff for Blitzball battle four. 
and I just decided what the color scheme was going to be for the background. <laughs> like it, that's that's like one of the coolest things about the warehouse games is like, just let your imagination run free. It's like you can really have fun with it. So that's I'm excited for so much stuff this year at John Boy. I love it. Absolutely. And we've got three fun questions. Well, hopefully our questions so far have been fun, but we've got three that we <laughs> tailor make to be funny at the end if you're ready for them. I'm I'm born ready. Let's go. I love it. So the first one is your walk-up song, because that's a big oh. thing in baseball. So what would be blaring in the Bronx if you were walking up to the plate? Oh, man, that's such a good question. I actually, I've been asked this in like real like job interviews before. <laughs> um, I think, okay, I would have two. One of them would be Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. Yeah. Because I'm That's, a prankster. Yeah, solid. So that would be coming at like the third at bat of the, the day. Just to like, everybody, <laughs> did I just get Rick rolled in a baseball stadium? Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, But like for fun, probably like, I don't know, anything by Lil Wayne. Like, Ooh, I love Lil Wayne. I... Or like, I, I really like rap. Like, I would, I would pick Hello by Pop Smoke too, if we're being <laughs> honest. Or like a superhero by um metro boomin really like yeah. that album you tell i like hip-hop yeah definitely some hip-hop <laughs> yeah. for sure it's judge stanton you just like yeah. just the two the two four <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly i love it henry you got um, the second yeah i got it um what would you say and we sort of talked about what you're looking forward to like looking back like what you th- what would you say your best experience at john boy media has been like, but like, or like, if you have like a favorite memory from your time there, because I'm, yeah, over like a year's worth of work now. What, what's something that really sticks out to you in your time at John Boy? Well, um, <laughs> the cor- this is a corny answer. The friendships that I've made, like some of the people that I've met, I like can't imagine my life without. At this point, I have a, I have a friend Courtney. She is on the sales team, and like. She's like, that's a bestie for life. Like that, I, <laughs> it's hard to pinpoint an exact moment, but like knowing that I'm going to go into work and I'm surrounded by like in a room full of people who I absolutely adore and will make me laugh all day is like the coolest thing ever. It's yeah, it's awesome. I mean, there's, there are specific moments like Anthony Rizzo showed up on my third day of work. Like it was just like, <laughs> what, what's going on here? Um, there's a lot of fun stuff that happens, but I think most of all, it's just the people, the relationship. That. That's a great answer. I love that one. And then the last question we have for you is sort of an appreciation for hopping on the podcast. We let our guests hand the baton off to someone else that they think would be a cool next person to have on the show. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I think you, you've gotten, you've gotten Jack, right? Maybe you should get one of the, we got ice boys. They would, oh, they would, would be a really cool. I'd, lo- I'd love that. Maybe like Lorenzo would be great. <laughs> All right, Henry, you have to get on that one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, 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 that's a dream. That's He's a gonna dream. be like, what do, you, what do you make me do here? But <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, we really appreciate that as well as we really appreciate you hopping on the podcast with us on a busy, snowy day here in New York and D.C. But hopefully some fun baseball times ahead. I know Henry and I were talking that this just makes us want baseball back even sooner. And I think pitchers yeah. and catchers are like a month or so away at this point. Oh, but Lots of fun times ahead, and of course, lots of fun times in the last half an hour. But Henry, unless you had anything else to throw in, all right. So for Dylan, right, thank you so much for having Henry. me. This was so much fun. Absolutely. Thank so you. for Dylan, Henry, and Sarah, until the next time, the side is retired.